Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. Yeah, I weighed in this morning. You know, I started the MNFatLoss.com program about seven months ago. Uh, I was in the high 190s. I weighed in this morning, still low 170s. I'm down still about 25 pounds because of all the things I learned on the MNFatLoss.com program, program where I lost uh, all that weight, 25, 30 pounds, in just about two months. Other people have too. I'm looking at a list of uh, listener endorsements. Let's talk about Catherine. She said, I'd highly recommend MN Fat Loss. I've tried many things over the years and mostly failed. If you follow this, it works, all caps. Clinicians are responsive to questions and there are many resources to help along the way. Thanks, Catherine. I'm excited for your success. Uh, I hope other people out there are going to go find success with MNFatLoss.com too. It all starts with a free consultation. You can even do it over the phone. You don't have to take a day off of work. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. Go to MNFatLoss.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is out. This guy's in. This guy. Hey, Maddie B from TV. Thanks for having me. Fresh off five eyewitness news. Glad to be here, guys. It's good to have you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Steve will be back tomorrow, so he's just doing one of his New York round trips. One of his bougie New York jaunts. Yeah, like he left, I don't know, 16 hours ago yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has. Less to- than 12 hours. No, 24 hours ago. Okay. Um yeah. All right, so I wanted you guys to hear a song. First of all, I was reading about Cher's new album, and she said she had to take voice lessons to prepare for her Christmas album. She said um, she wanted to sound like her voice. She she hasn't sung in years. Mm. So she has this teacher, Adrian Angel, who, I don't know, she's been her teacher since her 40s. She's 96 years old. Whoa. And she said, I just wanted it to sound like my voice. I didn't want to have to lower any keys. And that's a dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. And my doctor said I had the vocal cords of a 25-year-old girl. She said, usually you don't have a great voice at the age of 77. And um, so she took some lessons. That's that's amazing to think that. I mean, she is just iconic. And to think that even she is, you know, working her craft and fine tuning her performance and to, you know, to get ready for that. That's that's Did you, know. you buy her album? No, I didn't, no. But it's on I it's popped in on Spotify Spotify knows me and knows I'm a Christmas crazy person. And so, you know, in the curated for you lists, every now and then a Christmas song flies in to my mix now cuz it knows <laughs> that the season is arriving right. and the new share stuff popped in and I I I listened to it. I like I like the album. I kind of liked what I was hearing as well. I mean it's definitely share. It's like there is you know, she's got a very unique voice. It's I mean it's 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 a share Christmas baby. Yes. Okay, so um I have an old friend slash colleague okay. uh, who worked in the record business. His name is Brian Fraser. And he, I saw on, on his Instagram account a few weeks back that he scored a song on her album. Wow. 
And I guess, and I, I can't find the Instagram post right now, but he had gotten up one morning, pulled out his guitar and started singing. And I guess he and his family uh, finished this song. Somehow it ends up on Cher's album. I have not listened to it yet. Uh, you have the name of it, Mike? Uh, I Like Christmas is the name of it. Okay. And it's right. got a little bluesy start. I love it. Oh, that's great. Oh, my that God. It's great. so good. The lyrics are so good, too. Wow, so wow, wow. So good. So congrats to him. That's very cool. And Cher, you're killing yeah, it. Yeah, 70. What? She's how 77. Old? Incredible. I she agree. Is, she is a force. She I think is a I'm going to get this album. It's pretty good. I heard they did. Uh, she sang one of the songs on there is, is It's Home, you know. Let me go home. Yeah, she does that. I think on there, that it's on there, and, and that song is with Michael Bublé. With Michael Bublé, right, right, right. She's right. got she's got a song with Cyndi Lauper on that album. Yeah, it's one right. with Darlene Love, one Ooh. with Stevie Wonder, and one with Tyga. Stop it! Drop top sleigh ride with Tyga. <laughs> that is cool. Oh, well, this is all appropriate because you know Halloween today, <laughs> Christmas starts tomorrow. Sorry, Thanksgiving. So here we go. Yeah, I know. Donna's right. already putting up her tree. I am. And Mike already has his up. Right. Yeah, it I'm looks way great, behind, Mike. apparently. Well, I'm way behind. You know, here's an idea. <laughs> if you already have your tree up and you got kids coming or trick-or-treating or anything, uh, Brooke yeah. in our promotions department showed us a picture of like a sheet over the Christmas tree. And then you turn the lights on the tree, but you got to cut holes to make it look like a ghost. Yeah. She said it looks really cool. Or I mean, just, we saw the picture. It looks amazing. It looks awesome. Instead yeah. of cutting the holes, too, you could also Draw. just like, maybe you could put some like construction paper on there. Mm-hmm. Just like make the eyes and a note. Uh, sure. If you don't want to ruin the sheet. You yeah. Know? What are you doing? Why are you looking at me like that? Because I have a lot of dog sheets in my house. Oh, so you don't you don't have a problem cutting I go them up. to No, I go to like thrift shops and I buy sheets for like. Like a queen size sheet for four dollars. Just trying to save the people. You know, I love that about you. you. Make a little boo face. Whatever. I'll be quiet. No, don't be quiet. I got you, things to tell you. So you promised Hunger Games. What's going on? Okay. So first of all, when I left for work this morning, I was like, I feel like I'm in the Hunger Games. <laughs> you know how they change the weather on you? Yes. You know, it's like all of. I went to bed and it was like fall. Yeah, cloudy, normal day. I wake up and I'm like. Merry Christmas. What? I haven't even done fall cleanup yet. Mm -hmm. So apparently Hunger Games, uh, the prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, has landed a SAG-AFTRA interim agreement, meaning that the actors can promote the movie. Oh, I didn't realize they could do that. Like they get like individual shows or whatever could get like a one off. Yeah, I guess so. So in this case, they're allowed to promote the film before it premieres in theaters on November 17th. Ooh, I've got to wait till the 17th. Damn it. Um, Not really clear why the agreement was granted, especially so close to the film's release date. But um, I guess the they're saying the late breaking boost in publicity could be a huge step in getting people to go to the movies around Thanksgiving. So they can, they see the benefit of that. Mm. It costs about a hundred million dollars to produce the movie. Wow. That's a lot of, that's a and lot it's, of it's a big gamble because it's the first installment in the billion dollar franchise in eight years. And also the first without Jennifer Lawrence. Now I only read the first book, but I'm very interested in this one. Yeah, I would, I would, this piques my interest too. I'm maybe not like crazy into it like some, but 
I would I would see what's going on. I, 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 I talk about I use that all the time, like in, you know, you're going through life and you're like, gosh, this feels like the Hunger Games, you know, because it's just right. like when you're struggling to get through something. Totally. Or so I feel like I feel like I owe it. <laughs> to the show or movie or whatever to watch it because I talk about it all the time. I love it. And by the way, while we're speaking about the strike, which they're still trying to work out. Yeah, can they get on that? Because this lull of TV is hurting. Yeah, I mean all of it. That's just but bad. Fran Drescher, of course, who is the uh, SAG-AFTRA president, apparently she brings a little plushy with her to negotiations what? yeah it's her little squishy friend like her emotional support plushy it's a heart it's white and i mean she's actually put it on the table before and said my furby is watching you i don't know if she's got a furby in addition to this one but i guess i maybe she's carrying a furby and not a it's a jelly cat heart is that what it is that's what i thought it was but whatever the case she's got an emotional support stuffed animal stuffed thing a thing it's not even an animal it's i mean it's got a face but whatever are we surprised they haven't reached an agreement (laughs) (laughs) like does she grab that thing and then like negotiations and does she like grab it and go like we do not accept your offer (laughs) you know what i mean like shake it in their faces yeah well, it retails for $15 if you're in- interested. It's described as a snuggly, soft, in cream fur with a sweetie, <laughs> stitchy smile and silver perky legs. There you go. Listen, we all have oh, our thing. Listen. We listen. all have our thing. That's crazy. I know. I wonder if Fran Drescher also says that she has to go TT, you know, like Britney in that mm. traffic stop. Crazy. I mean, it's on par. <laughs> you know? Hi, officer. <laughs> You know, squeezing your plushy toy. <laughs> Please. I'm sorry. All right, we got to go. But when we come back, uh, we've got a study. Here's a question. Are you a spender or a saver? <clears throat> spender. <clears throat> and guess who's happier? We'll get to that. Mm. And also, what's the last big splurge that you spent money on? If you want to give us a call, 651-641-1071. We're coming right back on my talk. Hey guys, here is something worth noting, especially knowing that winter's coming and the roads get slippery and crazy. If, God forbid, you're ever injured in an accident of any kind, one of the first things you should really do is contact an experienced personal injury attorney like Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant because it's so important to have someone on your side who's advising you. You're going to have other people pulling at you, insurance companies wanting you to sign off on things. Don't sign anything. Get a hold of Mike. He'll set up a meeting where you can discuss your case. It is totally free of charge and it doesn't cost you anything if he does take on your case unless there is an actual settlement. Keep in mind, Research shows that on average, unrepresented individuals receive in their pocket a third of the compensation as those who were properly represented. Certainly, the hope is that this never happens to you. But if it does, just keep Mike Bryant's name in mind. You'll find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hello. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. woo I catch my breath. Is it not an experience anymore? I like to mix it up. Okay, just checking. I mean, I just want to make sure that I'm on brand. I'm trying to make it an experience. <laughs> it definitely is an experience. <laughs> sure is. 
Every day. What are we doing? Something new. Well, let's do this. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Yes, it is Halloween, everybody. But there is also a lesser-known holiday today that is called... What? World Savings Day. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that. (laughs) Wow. That is when we're encouraged to think about saving more and spending less. I mean, we should, yeah. But it's hard. It's hard. It is hard, especially if you're living paycheck to paycheck. How, I mean, I don't know. How do you do it? Bills. Yeah, but the bills keep coming. The The, overhead. It's not going anywhere. The overhead, yeah. I mean, you could try to downsize, but then... There's costs associated with that. Yeah, Yeah. always. It doesn't matter. It follows you everywhere. Mm. Every phase of life. 56% of Americans consider themselves to be... What do you think? Savers or spenders? I think that more people are going to consider themselves savers. That's my guess. Mike? Spenders. Spenders is the correct answer. Ding, ding, ding. They give humanity too much credit. They are willing to splurge if they really want something. Yeah. Only 34% of people polled say they are savers. 10% say they're a mix. The poll found being a spender might actually make you happier. Oh. At least for now. Then I should be very happy. Yeah, I guess in the moment, <laughs> if you spend money on, I don't know, a new car, of course you're going to be happy yeah, in the moment. Instant gratification, right? Exactly. I don't understand the study saying that people are a blend of both. I mean, if you're a blend of both, aren't you just a bad saver? <laughs> like, right? Like, whatever. That's- I think... I mean, I guess you can. For example, like, I'm a saver. I don't spend money on very you much anything. You definitely are. You are, yeah. I've I, been driving the same car for 10 years. The bumper's hanging off. I don't care. It still runs. You want me to bring you some duct tape for that, by oh, the way? Oh, yeah, maybe. Thank you. <laughs> um, do I have to pay you for the duct tape? <laughs> <laughs> See? Every penny. No, every not penny that bad. Counts. Not that no, bad. No, no, it's fine. But um, <laughs> also, if I want to take a trip, I'm going to go on a trip. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't, I don't have the money. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to take that out of See, savings. I, I, this is weird because I, I guess I would fall into the spender category because I guess my philosophy, to, don't get me wrong, it's not that I'm not saving. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For retirement or I'm not saving for, you know, emergencies or anything like that. Like, you know, you got to cover your bases. Right. But, but I definitely subscribe to the like you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow so like don't if you want to have an experience or you want to enjoy a thing or whatever like i can't i'm definitely on the side of the fence it's like just just do it just get it like figure it out you know don't 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 dig yourself in a hole but like there's something to be said though about about um you know if you're going to do the vacation thing but like i love getting a good deal Sure. Like, I don't want to just blow a wad. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Spenders are more likely to say they're happy with their personal life, their work life, their current relationship. 
again, are you going to be happy in the future? Uh, let's go to the phones and talk to people, whether they're spenders or savers. How about Alan? Hey, guys. Hey, Alan. How Hi. are you? I'm doing good. It's a little chilly out. It's a little chilly. It's a little icy. <laughs> sure is. Uh, spender or saver? I'm uh, what Matt doesn't seem to like, a little mix of both. <laughs> How do you handle that? Yeah. Well, so I'm always saving, always. I don't really spend on anything. But if there's something that I see as a good investment, like, say, a car battery, I have no issue buying the most expensive one because I know it's going to, you know, it's good for the long run. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. You're, think, you're thinking about the future. Exactly. And also, it's almost it's almost saving because if you buy a bad battery or cheap one, you might go through exactly. two and end up spending more. So I follow you there totally. Yeah, that yep. makes sense. Okay, smart. I'm kind of with I'm kind of with Alan on that. Thank you for calling, Alan. Thanks, Alan. Bye. Let's go to Charles. Hi, Charles. How you doing? Good. Well, Donna, I'll, I'll be towing your car later. But anyway, totally <laughs> um, recommends every two years for your batteries. So any, I don't care how expensive the battery is, but I'm a spender. My ex-wife needs some. I give her the money. Tell her to go. Don't ask my daughter. Just here. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So okay. That. So, so, so I'm a spender, and I like to cheat myself. My mom always said, "If you work hard, treat yourself first, and then worry about everything else later." Okay, I kind of love that. Well, and the study says spenders are happier, buddy. So hey, there you go. Hey, and I get to talk on the talk my talk, the Donna and Steve experience, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Thanks, Charles. We love you. Fabulous. Have a great day. Happy Halloween. Um, by the way, the top things we consider before making a big purchase yeah. uh, are how long the item will last, how often we will use it. And are we getting a good deal? So all the things we've already talked about. And the average person thinks anything that costs more than $1,750 is a major purchase. Seventeen fifty is the magic number here. Yep. Wow. And we'll do around 12 hours of research before we buy. I think anything over $1,000 is a big purchase. I mean. Depending on what it is. Like a vacation. Like a week long vacation. Anything. I don't think. Yeah. I mean. Yes. Oh, it's a true. lot of money. Like, but yeah. 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 You're, what what was know. your last big splurge? Oh, God, my computer. Do you like a, lap, then you a laptop? A laptop. And I don't know why yeah. I spent so much money on it. I don't know what I need. It's probably got bells and whistles that I will never use. <laughs> spent did you research on it? That thing. Did, you re- like, did you do the whole deep dive into the... Or were you just like, give me a good one? I wanted the same one that I had. Oh. So I got an updated version. Nice. How about you guys? Oh gosh, I th- you know I'm I'm in I'm the house house stuff the house, house stuff is always so expensive. Yeah, I'm just that's been my splurge though because but I see it as the investment, you know. Right, of it's, course, it's like a good splurge. Absolutely, Michael? Mike. I'm guessing you're going to say your wedding. Wedding would be yeah. a good one. Yeah. We actually just got the uh, the honeymoon set as well, so December oh. I'll be gone for a few days. Oh. But uh, that was our big expenditure lately. Yeah, but that's worth it. That's yeah, exactly. you're making memories, baby. Mm-hmm. That's an investment too. Exactly. All right. Thank you for the calls, everybody. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. Now we're going to dance. The moral of the story is spend and be happy. <laughs> spend, but don't put yourself in debt. No, of course not. I assume whenever I see someone with a fancy car, I'm like, <laughs> really? I'm like, do you, do you own that That's an $800 payment. <laughs> yes. I'm like, he's leasing. Whatever. Which is no shame in the game. No That's shame true. in the game. Yeah. You do All you. Right. All right. Rocco's coming in next. We're going we're gonna to do something. I don't know what. Love you. Bye. My Talk 1071. Everything. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're gonna laugh at you. Entertainment.
it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. When a death in the family occurs, you got a lot to deal with. You're grieving. Uh, and you find out that there's all these things you got to take care of. Well, uh, if you look at the Google reviews for Crescent Tide Cremation Services, you'll see that client after client, when a death in the family occurred, they turned to Crescent Tide. And Lisa and Verlin and their team took care of things in ways that maybe those people didn't even expect. And they did so in a prompt, courteous, sympathetic way. And almost everybody says their prices are the best around. Simple cremations start at just $1,000 there. Um, and if you want to make uh, additions, you know, you want to have a small visitation, you want to have a fancier urn, that sort of thing, they'll talk you through it. They like to say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. They'll talk you through it. They're not trying to trick you. They're good people. It is a small, family-run St. Paul business. Crescenttide.com. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Yes, it is. Steve is out. That's <laughs> Matt Belanger, everybody. Hello. Five Eyewitness News. Just a one-hit wonder here today. Just visiting today. What? Steve will be no. back tomorrow. I guess when you put it like that. Yeah. He'll be back. He'll be gone again. It's fine. I'm trying to get him to take weeks, whole strips of days, so that, you know. I know, I know. It's fun to fill in for a whole week. Um, Halloween tonight. So, uh, you got your candy. I dread, I actually dread this. Do you want to know how anal retentive I am? Yeah. <laughs> I have an of inkling, course. but please elaborate. So, you know, a lot of kids come by. Yes. And they usually come in clumps. And I don't want to be like, okay, clumps. I get three of these for you and three for you. Yes. So I went out and I bought bags. What? And then I sorted them all. And I'm like, okay, each kid gets four of these. <gasps> I've got full-size stuff what that I'm, I'm putting. About? You just hand a bowl and you let them grab whatever they want. I don't want all their dirty, grubby hands in <laughs> there. like infecting candy, people. yours. I know, but, you know, they're wiping their noses out there. <laughs> well, maybe you should offer a squirt of hand sanitizer first for everybody. Ooh, maybe you... that's what I should hand out. Oh, whatever. Oh, gosh. Or a toothbrush. So I have some bags until they run out with yeah. full-size candy bars and then, like, three little samples. But I have them all bagged out already. Look at you. Already sorted, already in their little bags. So all I have you. to do is go bloop. Bloop, bloop, I can bloop. see you sitting like on the floor in the living room with the candy all around you and all the little bags. Make a little production line. You're pretty close. Maybe a glass of wine, whatever. You're pretty um, close. Hey, uh, so I dread this night as the guy who has to go to bed. <gasps> oh, no. This is the worst night of the year for me. Because Just turn the lights out. That's It doesn't matter. These kids are vultures. And they like <laughs> last year, somebody rang the door. First of all, lights off. We put a. Here's the thing that blew my mind. We Lights put a, off. Bye bye now. Well, we put the light off, but as an insurance plan, I put a bowl out there with a couple things in it, just to like, okay, take something and leave. Like, don't ring the bell. I gotta go to bed and get up at two. So, and ten o'clock, ring doorbell. Burr, 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 you know, and then it's like it's like kids who were like a junior in high school. I mean, these kids. It was ten p.m. <laughs> and they're still ringing my bell. You know, when I was a kid, ah. we did in high school go trick or treating. That was when it was the most fun. Well, how old is too old? Because you you know there are some places where you can't after a certain age. Or you're not supposed well, to. Well, thank you for asking. 
I'll get to that story in a moment once I get well, back to the show's my page. over, right? <laughs> <laughs> it might be permanently coming up here. Um, no, it's um I'm sorry, several cities in America have have laws that ban teenagers from trick or treating. Uh Chesapeake, yeah. Virginia, Jacksonville, Illinois, Rain, Louisiana. In Chesapeake, kids over fourteen who trick or treat could be found guilty of a misdemeanor. Okay, well that's a little serious. That's a little Come on. That's silly. But I do think that there is an age cut off where it's like acceptable or not and I I don't know. I just I think older brothers and sisters going w- with their younger brothers and sisters that's different. I'm just talking about like co- kids who are too old keeping me up. I you say for, like I say <laughs> 14 or 15 is fine. Yeah. 15 maybe. If you're driving, don't be trick-or-treating. Yeah, seriously. Like, that's right. Right. That's not... That's when it's getting a little iffy. Yeah, I just... I don't know. But anyway... um, What else we got about... We have other... Kids collect anywhere... Okay, this is a Debbie Downer thing. Oh, man. Don't shoot the messenger. Kids collect anywhere between 3,500 and 7,000 calories on Halloween. (laughs) To burn off 7,000 calories, your child would have to walk 180 miles while trick-or-treating. Whoa! That's a lot. I remember... I loved it. I remember doing it. I mean, I would. We did the whole pillowcase thing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget the fun. pumpkin bucket. Go for volume, man. And like, we had the pillowcase, and that thing got heavy by the end of the night. I mean, what are you going to do with all that candy? It's going to go stale at some point. Why not just go? I mean, okay, let's go out for a half an hour. In a half an hour, you could hit twenty houses. Yeah. Especially if you're on one street. Nope. Like, I live on a cul-de-sac. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's ten houses right there. Yeah. But, we no, I was, the type A shows up even at an early age, and I maximized. I mean, I kind of jumped the gun five minutes to get, like, a, you know, it was, I think it was supposed to be, like, just six to eight in my neighborhood or whatever. Oh, you, oh, see, that's helpful. Well, yeah, but, right, I wish Minneapolis would set some times. But anyway. I wish anywhere in Minnesota would. <laughs> Is there, like, a set time? Our little, in Pennsylvania, where we, where I grew up, they had, like, a municipal time that everyone knew but anyway but like i beat the clock and i was out at like 555 like i jumped the gun and oh i remember this one time i rang the bell and this lady totally forgot it was halloween and i'm like i'm trying to like max out right and get so i'm like hitting house 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 and it was like 603 it's probably like my fifth house or something like that and this lady answers the door she's like oh hi (gasps) like you could see it happen on her face face, and she's like (gasps) oh no uh, hold on a minute. And she like went into the kitchen. Got like a can of like cup of noodle. I don't remember what it was, but it was not <laughs> candy and it was just something. And she's like, here you go. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, no. But she didn't. She totally, you know, she was like getting on the phone, calling somebody like, bring some candy home like right now. That's too bad. <laughs> Poor lady forgot. I'll Aww. never forget the look on her face. But yeah, don't forget, folks, tonight uh, the doorbell might be ringing at your place. Yes. What else we got on this fun let's Halloween just, fact? First of all, let's remember that if the lights are off. Don't, don't ring the doorbell. I know, but the kids do. Well, don't. Ooh. Thank you. That is my public service announcement. Well, Alexis was just telling us a story how a kid (laughs) went on her back deck and like knocked on her like sliding glass door and was like, I know you're in there. (laughs) Come on. That's what I said. Vultures. That's when I call (laughs) 911 and haul your ass off to juvie. Okay. All right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. 
Sorry, it blew up, guys. I don't know where that came from, honestly. Uh, Americans are expected to spend $12.2 billion, mostly on costumes, decorations, and candy. Mm, That's a lot. What's a bad candy to give out? Oh, uh, those things that get stuck in your your teeth, the dots. Oh, God, I love dots. Dots? That's what I want. Sweet tarts. Like, pull your candy. I want sweet tarts, too. Well, you just keep all that candy and give the kids the good stuff. I want Twizzlers. I want Blow Pops. I want... I don't want the chocolate. I like, want keep all your chocolate. the chocolate. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, what's another bad one? Because you, oh, Tootsie Rolls. Blah. Yeah, Tootsie Rolls are garbage. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Sorry. Is that your favorite candy? I'm <laughs> no, assuming no, no, it is. No, okay, no, yeah, not at all. Um, let's see. Somebody just sent an email and said, "I've heard the opposite argument for trick or treating, which I kind of agree with. If teens are trick or treating, they're not doing other stuff they shouldn't be doing. Oh. You know what?" I don't mind that point of view, yeah. Callie. Thank you. <laughs> Says the lady who just said, "Oh, you off to juvie." <laughs> well, if you're knocking on my door and saying, "I see you in there," yeah, that I think they in okay, Alexis's crazy. Case, the kid went like around the side of the back, like you said. That's a little extreme. All right, there's a great article in the Chicago Tribune. This is coming from Roseanne. She said, "For those of you passing out candy this year, when a teen comes to your door, please give them the candy without saying, "Aren't you too old to be doing this'?" They could be doing worse things. Same thing. Drugs, oh driving drunk, egging your house. Mm. Uh, the article made me rethink my thoughts about transition from little to teens. Well, I would never say that to someone's face. Yeah. No, you think it. Oh, yeah. And but then you, you just, say it on the radio. Because you don't That's like, like <laughs> <laughs> the next day. We got to go. Come oh. down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's back and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. I love that you sing along. I'm hoping everyone's singing along. Oh, what a what a banger, what huh? A, <laughs> I'm telling you, Brian. Brian. Hi. Hey. Hi. Happy Hi, Halloween. Matt. Hi, it's Maddie B today. What's up? Nothing. What are you doing? I was just about to go to a meeting. Oh, That's really? What do you think? You're better terrible. than us. I. No, well, I have I a don't. meeting too. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you cooking down there? Because it's wafting up the vents, buddy. I got uh, chicken tamale pie, it's called. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that sounds So it's like a chicken tamale, only you make like a... Put green chilies and corn and cornbread that, mix. Mm. And that's like the bottom and then shredded chicken with a little... Uh, wow. Sauce on top, cheese. You got it. Comfort food. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then what's the soup? Tomato. Woo! All right. Bam. Oldie but a goodie. Perfect Classic. for today. Thank yep. you, Brian. Thanks, buddy. Blood, Blood yeah. soup. <laughs> get to, your, <laughs> get to your meeting, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, okay. If you really have. I have a meeting, too, at my hairstylist. Okay. Happy Halloween, anyway. everybody. Thanks yes. for having me. Yay. Thank you, Matt. Be safe out there, everybody. Happy Halloween. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bradley and Dawn are coming in next. Bye.